0: Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Creating Happy Writers podcast. Thank you for joining me as we delve into the exciting world of writing and publishing, and everything in between. My name is Steph Caswell, and I'm an author and writing coach on a mission to help you find confidence and happiness in your writing journey. I'm also an avid reader, and during these episodes, I'll be sharing books I think you'll love and learn from too. Today, I thought it was apt to start this brand new podcast with the theme of vulnerability. After all, I'm entering that vulnerability arena by sharing this very first episode. And so I thought it was as good a place to start as any. During this episode, I'll be exploring why vulnerability is an essential part of any writer's toolkit and how it can actually enhance your enjoyment of the writing journey. As writers, it's common to feel vulnerable when sharing our work with the world. So much so, it can stop us from letting anyone read it. But, as painful as it can feel, it pays to add vulnerability to your writing toolkit. Not just for your writing, but for your personal growth too. So let's dive in. My son Bo is an aspiring author often he'll tell me his latest idea for a book and sit at his laptop, busily typing away and regularly sharing his word count with me. Far less frequently, but still occasionally, he'll tell me the odd snippet of information about a character or a morsel of a plot twist. But there's one thing he won't share. The whole book. And if I ask to read it, well, it gets a bit squirmy and wriggly in his chair. He'll even close the laptop if I step too close. Okay, some of that might be down to a typical teenage mindset, but it got me thinking, why do we feel so vulnerable as writers? Why, when we share our work with others, do we immediately wish we could snatch it back, admitting we've made a terrible mistake, or that it's not quite ready yet? Well, let's use an expert to help us out. Why do we struggle with vulnerability? Author, vulnerability expert and all-round amazing human Brené Brown shares how it stems from our desire for connection. It's why we're here, after all. You want to feel connected to the people around you, even if you don't even know them that well. It's probably why you want to write a book in the first place, to connect with your audience and share your message with them. But it's a double-edged sword. Our desire to connect can also be the reason we don't want others to read our work. The pain of disconnection, or being an outcast from the tribe, is the primary reason we feel shame. In Brené's research, she found this fear of disconnection makes us doubt ourselves and our ability. It's why we think we're not good enough. However, when studying people who have a strong sense of connection, love and belonging, Brené found the only difference between those people and those who felt disconnected was belief. They believed they had a sense of connection. They believed they were worthy of love. For those of us who struggle with vulnerability on a regular basis, her research suggests it's our belief in our worthiness that matters. We fear we're not worthy of the love and connection our writing could provide. So how can we turn this around? How can we learn to embrace connection and vulnerability? and accept them as part of the process. It's time to make friends with vulnerability. First and foremost, right off the bat, let me just say it's okay and normal to feel vulnerable. It's part of the human experience. But it's when those feelings of shame and vulnerability stop you from doing the things you want to do, that's when it's time to look for solutions. Instead of running away from the problem, how about you tackle it head-on? Brené suggests leaning into the discomfort. Those who feel that strong sense of connection regularly accept and embrace vulnerability and are willing to do something with no guarantee of success. And that's the hard part, right? When you've spent so long on your book, learning to accept the chance of it all going tits-up is a hard one, but a necessary one nonetheless. It takes practice and a whole lot of courage, which is handy, as it's courage that counts. When Brené researched the people who felt a strong sense of worthiness, she realised they were more courageous than most. The original definition of courage means telling the story of who you are with your whole heart. When it comes to writing, it can mean sharing your book with your whole heart and accepting that not everyone will like it. But it's also the courage to be imperfect that matters too. And the way we can start to get over that hurdle is with self-compassion and self-love. Becoming perfectly imperfect. It's so important within the creative process to be kind to yourself. To be willing to learn from mistakes you make rather than seeing them as a reason to be hard on yourself to let go of the grip that perfectionism has on your work and let it out into the world when it's good enough. It's hard, though. It's so hard. We only want the best version of what we make out there. But what if good enough is enough? We can adapt and evolve things once they're out there if we have to. But the fear of producing something that isn't perfect can stop us in our tracks. So, what can you do moving forward? If you're willing to give connection and vulnerability a try, here are a few starters for 10. Be willing to publish your work without any guarantee of success. Start off small if it helps. Publish a small ebook or a short story, something that still feels a little scary but manageable nonetheless. Next, instead of catastrophizing over the possibility of bad reviews, accept that not everyone will like what you publish. Just think of the last film you saw or book you read. There'll be loads of people who loved it and loads of people who didn't. Finally, stick to being the real you. The best sense of connection comes from authenticity. If you try to be someone you're not or write in a voice that's not yours you'll feel disconnected from your work and from the audience you're hoping will read it. But the ultimate, most important thing you can do is to believe you're worthy of the connection your book will bring. Believe you're enough. Because you are. You really, really are. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it's given you the courage and motivation to start sharing your work with others be it readers or editors, or just a trusted friend or family member. If you found this episode helpful and enjoyable, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Much like book reviews, podcast reviews can make all the difference in getting more listeners and spreading the Creating Happy Writers message. And if you know another writer who'd enjoy these episodes, do share it with them too. You can also give me a shout out on social media using the hashtag CreatingHappyWriters. If you'd like to connect, you can find me at creatinghappywriters.com and on Instagram and Facebook at CreatingHappyWriters. If you'd like further support to write a book in your niche, you can buy a copy of my book, Dare to Write How to Confidently Write a Nonfiction Book to Grow Your Business, which takes you on the journey from initial idea to publication. All links are in the show notes. So until next time, happy writing.